Welcome to the Horsewise Podcast with Lynn Reardon, where we share stories of horses and people and what they teach each other. In today's episode, I talk about the phrase, it depends, and why that applies to almost every question in horsemanship. I hope you enjoy the show and have a wonderful day. Today, I'd like to talk to you about a motto or a saying I've been thinking of quite a lot in 2020. And that is this idea of whenever you have a question that is related to horsemanship or what to do with a horse or how to apply a certain technique, and you go and ask somebody who's a true kind of horsemanship mentor or expert, most of the time what they're going to tell you if they're really good is they're going to tell you that it depends. And that's actually like on the surface, it seems like a super frustrating answer, but it almost always is the right answer. In the horsemanship that I like to practice, which is, again, it's kind of more of an approach than a series of techniques. It follows the Dorrance school, I guess, for lack of a better term. And some people also might refer to it as vaquero horsemanship. But what it essentially gets down to is that you are responsible for sort of adapting to whatever the horse needs in that moment. And you, of course, have principles and different maneuvers and exercises that you want to help the horse uh, learn how to do so they can become more supple and balanced in their spine and in their body and therefore mentally. And so you look at that and you go, oh, well, isn't there like a kind of how-to book or a series of order, like no matter what is going on with my horse, I always do this particular exercise this way. This is the right way to do it. And the answer is, you know, it depends. And uh, I remember that when I first started to hear that answer back from people I would consult with, I, it would just stop me in my tracks. I'd be like, I, I don't know how to process that. I don't know what that means. And I would find it pretty frustrating. But the more I worked with horses, I gradually came to understand that the reason that answer was so wise is because it really was up to me or the person who's handling the horse to learn how to assess the horse and figure out what the horse needs. And implied in that is also this idea that you'll probably make mistakes. I certainly did until I learned what element of it depends was the correct one to apply to my particular horse in that moment. And I, I had kind of a really interesting experience early on when I was working with horses more regularly that kind of went right to the heart of this motto. So we had had a horse come into our racehorse adoption program. That was back when I was running that charity full-time all the time. And it was pretty, pretty early on. I didn't have a lot of experience training. In fact, I had no experience with training or running a farm. But I ended up, you know, as these things work out, running a farm and also working with a lot of ex-racehorses that needed to find homes. The organization didn't have a lot of money. We were very small, so we couldn't afford professional trainers, although I would do my best to ride in clinics whenever I could with really good horsemen as teachers. That was sort of the extent that my budget would permit. And I would maybe ride in those clinics, you know, once or twice a year at most. We had a horse come in who had been severely abused. And this is not something I had encountered very much in working with the off-track horses. For the most part, they came to us from people in the industry you know, who took good care of them, who wanted the best for them, but didn't have a place for them to go when they could no longer run 
or when they became injured and needed rehab time. But this little horse had had a really rough time. He had been with some less than ideal trainers. And there had been, I guess, really, really rough handling of the horse. So much so, so that other people at the track noticed it and eventually persuaded the current trainer who owned him to sell the horse to them. And then they promptly donated the horse to our organization. And this horse was, he was a handsome little horse. He was chestnut with a big star and his name was Ace. And when he came to me, they were really honest. Uh, one of the track pony girls told me that he had been essentially vicious at the track. He had become so defensive that he you know, went on the offensive, so to speak. So he would bite and kick. He was particularly hostile to men. But all of the Gallup girls at the track who worked with him could tell that he was scared and they really worked hard with him to get him to trust them. And he did, he did eventually come to trust one or two of the Gallup girls and trainers. So when he came to us, I, I didn't really know what to do with him. So I turned him out into a big pasture with some good herd buddies. We had a couple of permanent horses then who were real steady types and they helped a lot with the new horses coming in. And I just left him alone for like months and he steadily gained weight. Um, he, when he first came, he had that kind of just sort of withdrawn look in his eyes. Um, he didn't really seem like he was fully present. And I found that disturbing. You know, I would rather have a horse maybe being obviously upset than just sort of be unreachable. And it just seemed best to me with my limited knowledge at that time to simply turn him out and give him time to just be a horse. So several months passed and he lost that look in his eye. He looked much friendlier. He looked happy. He was enjoying his time out in the pasture. He had gained weight. He fit fit well into the herd socially. And, uh, and I began to be very like optimistic and I started to halter him and lead him around and lead him around the property. And he did super well. And then I was like, okay, I had a big round pen and usually my process with the horses was when they were ready, I would take them into the round pen, do some very simple groundwork with them. And then over the course of a few sessions, gradually work up to saddling them and free lunging them. And then at some point I would do a very simple ride or two on the horses. And so that was my process and that was safe. You know, that was the safest thing that I had been sort of advised to do, which is that you start very slowly on the ground, you go into an enclosed area, a good round pen, and you slowly work up to the point where you can saddle and free lunge them and then ride them. That's the process. So I was working with this horse, his name was Ace, like I said, and Ace, you know, as soon as we would get to the round pen, even just to lead him in there, he would get extremely tense and very, very anxious and also pushy. Like he would kind of push into me again, really being on the defensive, but it turning into more of an offensive behavior and trying his best to stay safe. Even though I was no threat to him, there was just something about that round pen and, uh, and I was like, well, I need to just kind of stick to the procedure, right? And I, this is the safe way to do it. And I'm just going to keep kind of working at it and trying. But the harder I tried to get him to kind of go along with the routine that I had, the more upset he got. And in fact, it got to the point where when I would just lead him toward the round pen, he would start to get agitated. So right around this time, I was riding in a clinic with a really good horseman and clinician, and I was riding my own horse who was very gentle and uh, in, in the clinic. And at some point, I, I had never really ridden with this clinician before, but heard great things about him. 
and he was taking kind of questions. And I went up to him after the clinic lesson and asked him about this horse. I was like, I have this horse and I know he's had a lot of stress. You know, he's been really poorly handled. Um, he seems like he's ready to do work, but every time I take him anywhere near the round pen, he gets really agitated and upset. But at the same time, I could kind of tell that this horse needed to start doing work again. Like he was, he was ready in one sense. And I was just completely stymied. I, I didn't know what to do. And I was like, what should I do in this situation? And of course, you know what the answer was. It, the answer was, it depends. But the teacher also took the time to ask me more questions. And he said, well, where is the horse not agitated? What about his pasture? Is he calm in his pasture? And I'm like, oh yeah, he's really calm. He hangs out with his other horse buddies. I can come right up to him and pet him, handle him, halter him. And he's like, well, have you ever thought about just saddling him and riding him in his pasture for the first time? And I was like, whoa, like that just seemed like crazy, like way out of the box. Like it's supposed to be the procedure is, right? That you take the horse to the round pen where it's safe, where there is reasonable kind of structure, and then you work him through this kind of process. And so I explained that to him and he's like, well, how does he feel in the round pen? And I'm like, well, went back and repeated how he'd been really kind of agitated and nervous and how he gets worse. And he's like, well, have you tried riding him in the pasture? And I was like, no, that seems really scary. And he's like, well, does the horse seem scared in the pasture? So he just kept asking me the same questions until I kind of arrived at the conclusion myself. So finally, I, I looked at the teacher and I was like, well, I could try it at least. And he's like, okay, well, let me know how it goes. So a few days later, I went into the pasture with Ace and he was hanging out with his buddies. And I brought the grooming bag and I brushed him and handled him a little bit, did a little groundwork. And he was perfectly calm and happy. And then I left, I left him alone. And then the next day I went out and I brought the saddle and the bridle and everything and I put it on the fence and I did the same thing. I groomed him, did a little groundwork and he seemed really happy. So I took him up to the fence and I put the saddle pad on and he didn't seem to mind. And then I put the saddle on and he seemed super relaxed. And then I put the girth on and slowly tightened it. He seemed fine. And I led him around a little bit I did some groundwork and he was perfectly relaxed. So I unsaddled him and let him loose. And then uh, the next day, I was getting a little, little nervous myself. He's pretty calm, but I'm starting to get nervous. I go in and there he is. He's happy to see me and I groom him and I halter him and I lead him around and do a little groundwork. And then I put the saddle on and no big deal, do a little groundwork. And then I put the bridle on and He's perfectly happy about that, kind of licks and chews and yawns a bit. And I lead him around and do a little groundwork with the bridle, kind of very simple groundwork. And I kind of look at him and he looks at me and he seems again, almost sleepy. He He's licking and chewing even through the bit. And, uh, and I kind of go, well, I think it's pretty clear that I might want to get on him. So I kind of very carefully, you know, put the stirrups down and kind of thumped on the stirrups a little bit and hopped up and down next to him. And, and he just, he just seemed really calm. So I got on him and I uh, walked him around even with his pasture buddies there and they were grazing. They didn't think it was anything too exciting. And, and this little horse ace, well, off we went, we just walked around the pasture a bit 
And then I stopped him. He stopped real nice off my seat. And uh, I dismounted and I loosened that girth and told him he was amazing and led him back to the little fence area where I groomed him, took the saddle off, took the bridle off. And he yawned and walked off and was happy as could be. It was one of those rides that on the surface looked like not a big deal. All I did was mount him in the pasture and walk around a little bit. It's not like we went out and galloped cross country or competed in a big show, but it meant the world to him that I had sort of worked with him where he was at, so to speak, mentally. I mean, literally, physically, I worked with him in his pasture, which is where he was at, but mentally he needed to be in an open space where he felt safe in order for that first ride to go well, the way he needed it to go. And because of some of the experiences he'd had pretty recently, it was important to kind of take that into consideration, not to baby him, but to give him sort of the consideration he needed to begin to develop trust in the process again of working with a person, letting a person ride him again, that it didn't have to be the way it had been the last time, the way that had maybe not worked out so well for him at the track when he was owned by the not so good trainers. And it taught me a lot too about trusting the horse to give accurate information if I was paying attention. The clinician and teacher hadn't even seen the horse, but he knew to ask me certain questions so I could arrive at the answer myself. And in kind of the horsemanship lingo, he fixed it up so I could find it and then I could help the horse find it. Now, if some of you are listening to this and you're thinking, well, I have a horse at home who's kind of nervous when we go in the round pen or the arena, or I have a horse that comes from a troubled background and I prefer to ride him in enclosed spaces, but maybe I should ride him in his pasture. I would just say, whoa, whoa, hold up a minute and just tell you that it depends, right? So what was good for this little horse might not be correct for your horses there. And what I would say to you is ask yourself the kind of questions that that horsemanship trainer and clinician asked me. And uh, I think you might find your own answers at the end of that process. Now, the reason this it depends motto has been on my mind more this year in 2020 is not just because of the horses that I've worked with and the people I've worked with, but because of sort of the nature of this year. So like many of us who work with horses or have businesses, when the pandemic hit, I just assumed that there was going to be a lot of negative sort of consequences to that. I was a little bit fearful and assumed that it would be a year of contraction, so to speak. But I remembered this idea of it depends. And I told myself in March when all of this was kind of becoming a, an unusual year kind of scenario, I reminded myself of it depends and I told myself, look, at least keep an open mind and go ahead and sort of be open to the idea that this could be a really good year. And as it turns out, as we come into December, the final month of the year, I'm very grateful and excited to report that it has been the best year ever for Horsewise. Uh, not only in terms of our podcast, which now has listeners in 50 states and 50 countries, but also in terms of the number of clients and the incredible horses that I've worked with and people all throughout the year. And also we got our federal trademark. So HorseWise education products and podcasts are now, you know, officially registered trademarks, which is pretty awesome. 
And most of all, I've had just a lot of wonderful interviews with horsewomen and horsemen who I feel are incredible teachers. And I've been really excited to share that with everyone as well as learn from them myself. So I just wanted everyone to sort of have this in mind that as you kind of move forward with your horse or just with your life in general, to kind of keep in mind that it depends and things aren't always going to go the way that you think they are and that that can be actually a really wonderful thing. And if you have a situation with your horse that you're pretty sure involves the answer, it depends, and you're not sure what questions to ask yourself to sort of find out what is actually needed, go ahead and shoot me an email at horsewisecoach at icloud.com, and I'd be glad to give you some questions to think about. Thank you for listening, and as always, I hope you have a wonderful day.